Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 159 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. 159 and feeling fine. On today's episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Ricky Friedman. Now, Today's subject matter is a little bit different. Usually we have women sharing their stories about recovery and how making their way through sobriety. Today's story is a little bit different in the sense of Ricky isn't walking away necessarily from alcohol, but she's walking away from weed and what that looks like. I love her philosophies and her how she wrapped her mindset around making changes to something that she was relying on. And I think her views are transferable to many other things that we reach out to to try and fulfill ourselves and fill in those gaps or those holes that we are feeling that we are missing. This episode is so fantastic, so let's get into it. At A Sober Girl's Guide, we are all about accountability and action to help you make changes with your relationship to alcohol stick. Soberlink is a device and accountability system that uses tech and real-life relationships to do just that. It allows you to share your sobriety in real time with loved ones that can cheer you on and offer you support along your journey. There is nothing like this out there. This unique remote alcohol monitoring system will help you thrive in recovery and stay connected with people who care. For $50 off and a free guide to gaining confidence in early recovery, visit www.soberlink.com backslash A-S-G-G. Hello, Ms. Ricky Fieldman. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. Where in the world are you? I am in LA. I just moved here. Oh, from where? From Detroit. Ooh. A little different. Little different. How are you liking it? I mean, I love it. It's great. It's the most random move ever, but here I am. What prompted you to move to LA? Um, I was on I mean, besides the obvious, you know. 
<laughs> on a uh, three month road trip. Yeah. From like December, January, February. And then, you know, I just, I never really felt at home in Michigan. There were a lot of things that always went on in Michigan for me. Obviously it's not just where you are. It's where you are emotionally. Yeah. But when I was on the road, I just gave myself an opportunity to really understand like what I like and what I need and what's important to me. And the list kept building. And then I got to LA to visit one of my friends and I just kind of stayed. Mm. And I always told myself that I'll land where it feels right. And if it doesn't feel right, I'll go back to Michigan. I'll figure it out from there. Yeah. Just, I was like, I have friends here. I have people here. It suits my lifestyle. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I made the decision quick and didn't look back. And that was just sort of what I did. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And to add on to that, I had a really hard time making decisions usually before. Like I was very indecisive. I didn't trust myself. So yeah. I've really learned now what it feels like to actually make a decision and it's yeah. a really powerful thing. Why do you think going back to that? Why do you think you didn't trust yourself? Let's just go deep right away. Yeah. I'm in it. Um, <laughs> no, I, I lost my mom when I was 13. She died of cancer. Okay. And I believe that her loss, you know, complicated my life, but it also complicated the way that I, my brain formed the way that I yeah. lived my life, the way that I saw the world, saw myself. And you know, I think when a parent dies, anyone dies, it's really tragic. But when a parent dies, that's like the person that says to you, like, you're great. Trust yourself. You know, yeah. you got this, especially a mom. And I had totally. a great support system, but it's like, no one yeah. was really being like, you got this. You're great. You know, I had a lot of learning issues growing up. I'm ADHD. I just was like a little bit of a hurricane. So it was always more like, if you just mm. tone it down a little bit, if you just do this, if you just do that, then mm. you'll be really successful. Then you'll do this. And my intuition was cloudy with trauma yeah, and I couldn't get to my intuition. And there was a million other things that suppressed it even more. And so really mm-hmm. um, walking away from weed and my relationship and just walking into the stuff I had been walking away from yeah. allowed me to understand things that I felt and where I felt them and what they meant. Right. Yeah. And that's hard. A lot of people, you know, that, that just trendy little, uh, hey, uh, hashtag or uh soundbite of like trust your intuition it's like okay well like what does that mean how do you how do you even access that right like a lot of people don't even have access to it they don't know what it means they don't know what it feels like because it is clouded it is you know maybe buried by like you say by trauma yeah people are like trying to meditate and they're trying to do yoga they're trying to do all this shit and it's like yeah you don't even you don't even know how you feel about yourself You can't even trace back to the thing that made you think this thing, this belief, this thought, this pattern, like meditation probably isn't going to do it. You got to go in first and then you can bring into self-care. And a lot of people are like, look into all this stuff. And I'm like, stop looking. Yeah. Pause, get yourself to therapy, do what you need to do to understand what the real trauma is. And then it's not that you have to heal it right away, but you become aware of it. Yeah. And then you understand it and then you can take a step forward from it. Totally. Yeah. Building that self-awareness is obviously key. Like that's the first step, right? Yeah. Um, So usually we talk about like alcohol related issues or like relationships with alcohol, but I, I found you on Instagram, of course. (laughs) And I found, I just thought you were really, had a really interesting, fresh approach to cannabis use and how that affected you and how, you know, you decided to change your relationship with cannabis because 
you know, for a lot of us, they, um, we think that like cannabis is no big deal, right? It's like, oh, you know, you can quit anytime. It's not addictive. It's, it's whatever, but I mean, it is, it's, it's still a relationship, right? It's still, still a substance. It's, it's still an outside source that is uh, affecting and changing our, our mental state. Um, so I wanted to kind of get a, a background of how your relationship with cannabis was and how that was affecting you. So I think anything in your life that you use, whether it's alcohol, sex, gambling, cannabis, it's all the same shit. Obviously they have different addictive tendencies, THC versus liquor versus heroin versus Coke. They, they are addicting in different ways, but at the end of the day, it's all the same stuff. People are using things to escape. Obviously some things are medical. I get it. Cannabis can be healing. I get it. Yeah. But a lot of people, it's actually not healing. And people, what people do is they take that concept of it being a plant and being healing and they amplify it and they justify mm. it. Yeah. And it's not about the weed. It's not about the alcohol. It's not about any of that. It's about not even about the relationship you have with the substance. It's about the relationship you have with yourself. Mm-hmm. And this is really where, you know, I was a life coach for 11 years. I'm a motivational speaker. Like I spoke on stages. I did all the things. I was getting high 17 times a day. For 15 years by myself alone from 7 a.m. until 3 p.m. Moving forward with my life, having relationships, functioning high. But I always say, like, yeah, I could have functioned, but I wasn't like living. And the problem, no, the problem was I had so much trauma and so many limiting beliefs and so many limitations that every time I got high, it just pushed it down, down, down. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways, it was the way that my body and my brain could cope. It was like I didn't know that this thing was actually preventing me from moving forward. It thought it was moving me forward because it offered me a release. Yeah. It It just offered me a short-term release. Yeah. Like that instant gratification, right? Gratification, but also the instant actual relief of me not being in pain. It was like my body and my Mm. nervous system was all fucked up. And it was like, she's anxious. She's lonely. She's this, she's that. Okay. Like let's, let's get high because that's, we don't know what that thing is, but we know that thing offers her a momentary of release. And Mm. when we figure out what the things in our lives offer us those releases, our brain just connects to them good Mm. or bad. And for a long time, I knew weed was addictive. I mean, it is addictive. Like it's literally has addictive THC is addictive. Like it alters your state of mind. Of course it's addictive. But the problem with yeah. weed is that it's also glamorized and glorified. It's like, let's get and legal. Like- and legal. But, but alcohol is legal. So it's not even, yeah. it's not even the argument. The argument isn't that it's yeah. legal. It's that it's glorified. Totally. It's that it's, hey, get high. It's better than Coke. Get yeah. high than liquor. Get high. It's better than being a sex addict. But like, why is it better? Why are, first of all, why are we comparing? Yeah. No shit. Like, why are we comparing? like better. And so what happened was I had, you know, my life was moving forward kind of. And, you know, I I always found myself in the back, the same loop of getting high. Like I'd be okay for two months and I'd be getting high. And I remember thinking on my 33rd birthday, this was in September. Yeah. Before I was, no, I was 33 and I was turning 34 in February. And I remember thinking like, what is the one thing in my life that I've never taken out that Mm. like, why have I not been able to, to get the success that I've ever wanted? Why do I not feel yeah. okay internally. What is going on? Yeah. And I, re- I remember thinking like, it's, it's weed. Like I'm an addict. Wow. Yeah. And I had this moment of like, yeah, like you are. And this thing in your life is like, it's not an option anymore because unless you want to move forward with your life, mm-hmm. you're not going to move forward getting high. 
And the truth is, is I had to get rid of the marijuana so I could heal the pain. Mm. I couldn't, didn't matter how much therapy I did. It matter how much fucking med- meditation I did or yoga, all the bullshit. Because when you don't yeah. remove the thing in your life, that's preventing everything. doesn't matter what else you do. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I took it out of my life. I got, I got clean from it. I still drink sometimes. Like I'm like a very, whatever works for you kind of person. Yeah. And, um, I learned about dopamine I learned about addiction, I learned about THC. I learned about trauma, where it lives in your body, how it lives in your body, how your brain processes certain things. Yeah. And that really helped me walk away because I realized it was sort of bigger than me. Mm. And so I got myself into therapy and, you know, for the next, and then my, my boyfriend broke up with me like two weeks later. It's a whole other thing. Thank God I I had tooth under my belt because I was like, I can do this. Like I can do this. Yeah. I had never stopped before. Like, I'm not even joking. I got high. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm. These gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. I spent half my life high. In a, in a secret. Whoa. Secretly high. It's, it's really like when you think about it, I'm not like a shame. It's yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I it's, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not crazy. It's just like, whoa, like that's a lot of time high. and effort yeah. to, to be high. It, that's a lot of time to escape yourself. Yeah. That's a lot of time to feel unsafe, like within your own being. Dude. It's a lot of time to be in pain. That's what I think. And I, you know, yeah. I, I was put on a pedestal of like this motivational person. And I'm like, I'm literally getting high all day. Like you guys know nothing. And I remember oh. thinking like, can I tell anybody this? Is this stupid? Yeah. This is stupid. Getting high, who cares? Just, just marijuana. Yeah. Then I got clean and my whole life changed. Like I'm not, like it sucked the first month. Fucking was just like, yeah. 
all the things came up. It was really, I expected it. I embraced it. I was excited yeah. about it because I was like, yes, going in is like going to get me out. Okay. And, um, I felt everything. And then I started to slowly feel better. The I haven't, you know, the anxiety disappeared. All these things in my life got better. I went on a road trip. Yeah. Or and then I went, um, and I went on TikTok. I had like 200 followers. <laughs> I had like 200 followers on TikTok. Yeah. I was more of an Instagram girl. And yeah. in January, I was 100 days clean from smoking. And I was okay. like, I'm going to share that on TikTok. I'm just going to be like 100 days clean. Like I, no one cares. I have no followers. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. And literally one hour later, the video went viral. I had like 800 comments. Like what? I thought I was alone holy shit. No one talks about this. I thought I was alone. And I was like, like literally like, thank you for sharing this. I'm addicted. I get high 18 times a day. Like I thought I was alone, blah, blah, blah. No and way. It was the craziest thing ever. I'm thinking in my head, like, this is a sign from the universe to yeah. like, let me create another video. And so I just kept creating all these videos. And yeah. you know, now I have like, it's like 30,000 followers, this crazy big community. And it's not about the numbers, it's about the number of people that are suffering. And yeah. I, Thousands of people have walked away from weed. It's yeah. just crazy. And you yeah. think you're alone only to realize that not even just that you're not alone, there are thousands of other people, probably more than that. that totally. Are literally you. And yeah. all you ever need is someone just to be brave enough to talk about it. Yeah. It's, it's now my whole life has changed because I have this new business. I have this community and my, you know, my podcast, just like, yeah, but it goes to show you when you make the right decisions, the right doors open. Yeah, definitely. The right decision. I mean, clearly that was the right decision for you. How, how did, uh, changing or, um, walking away from weed change your relationships too? I know you said you were, you were going through a breakup. Like how did that, how did that allow you? I mean, I, I can only imagine, I mean, with alcohol and stuff, like you are raw as fuck the first <laughs> couple of months. <laughs> like, I, can you maybe talk or elaborate a little bit more on like what the actual, like first couple months were and how, how did you keep progressing? Like, how did you find the strength to keep going forward? Well, that's I the had, hardest part. you know, it was interesting because it actually wasn't that hard for me. I'll tell you why okay. it was a lot harder suffering. It was yeah. a lot harder waking up feeling like my life is never going to change. I knew that mm. when I took the weed out of my life, everything would eventually come together. Like I had this, like call it naive. I had this unwavering faith that I was like, this is the thing. And so I knew that everything that ever happened after that, it didn't matter because yeah. as long as I wasn't getting high, everything was going to work out. I was so committed to healing wow. that it didn't matter. It was like the breakup for me was another sign right. that this is the right path. Like yeah. everything was a sign for me. And I, I, I would cry. I would cry. I cried every single day for the first month. Like I was on edge. I, you know, I was really reactive, but yeah. I like, I don't know. I just embraced it because I knew that this was the only way I told myself, like, this is it. You just yeah. go, you go through this, like you, whatever's on the other side is so great. Like just keep taking I, my, my theory is like, just keep one step forward at a time. Yeah. People say one day at a time. I'm like a one step forward girl. And I, um, I knew I was like on my way to freedom and I just felt like I can do this. Yeah. I can, I can do this. Like I can be alone. I can not get high. I can change my life. And yeah. also like, I have to, yeah, I have to, like, I'll, I was so scared to go back that I literally was like, I'm going forward. I don't care what's ahead of me. 
Yeah, like shut that door, padlock it, like freaking cement it, like and not going and back. It was hard, but you know what? It wasn't as hard as like thinking that I was staying where I was at. It just wasn't for me. I was like, yeah, I knew it was the right decision. So I knew the doors would open. Yeah. At least like people don't, people forget that. Like they don't realize that yes, it's going to suck. Oh yeah. But, but it's, it's like, you already know that story, but you don't know this story. So you have to like, look at it like, like, holy shit. Like I'm excited. Like my life is going to change. Yeah. I think for a lot of people that, that kind of like unknown or like that uncomfortability, let's say is, is scary. That's what's like scary. scary, right? Like that's what that prevents people and like these limiting beliefs, like, oh, I'm not going to be fun. I'm going to be boring. Like I'm going to lose my friends. Like everything's going to change, but they think that everything's going to change for the worst, not for the best, like for the better of them. It's right. And the truth is, is like, if you're even thinking about walking away from something, whether it's alcohol, a relationship, a job, yeah. Weed. Like it's obviously not that great anyways. Totally. <laughs> like, yeah, like if that inkling is even there, you're just addicted to it yeah. and your body and your mind craves it and you have unhealed trauma and you don't even really like it anyway. So like, what are you so scared of? Yeah. You give up the thing that you don't even enjoy that much. Like it's just about re- it's reprogramming I mean, and I'm for, not for comfort, right? Yeah. Like for protection, for yeah. comfort. That was a big thing that helped me. Like I would, t- I would look myself in the mirror yeah. and I would tell myself that I was safe. Mm. I'd be like, you're safe. Like you're okay. And it was like, speak to myself. Like you're okay. Ricky, like you don't have to get high. Like you're okay. I would literally speak to myself like this in a loving way. So I would calm my nervous system down. Yeah. Everyone's always so worked up. It gets their nervous system worked up and it's a signal to their brain that they should drink or they should get high or they should text that person. Yeah. And if you just take a moment and you put your hand on your chest and you're like, I'm okay. Yeah. Your nervous system will calm down. And it's, listen, I honestly thought I was the only person who did that. Like, Literally, <laughs> like talking to myself, almost like, a, like a, the little okay. girl in me, right? That is what you're talking to. Yeah. Because the little girl in you wants to escape. Yeah. I need help. I'm unsafe. Let me yeah. get high. I'm uncomfortable. Is that person going to show up? What's going to happen? This is, these are the yeah. thoughts of the child. Yes. You parent yourself. And yes, you know, to all things we're saying, I know I sound like, just do it, whatever. I actually don't believe that. I don't believe that you can just like wake up one day and quit. I think you have to be ready. Yeah. You have to be prepared. And so I'm not like a, I, if I can do it, if I can do it, you can do it. Right. If you can do it, they can do it, but I'm not like, do it right, right now. Do it when you're ready. Yeah. Oh, totally. Educate yourself. Yeah. Be, be prepared. So yeah, I don't want this to come off like, Oh, whatever she thinks it's not hard. Like it's, it is fucking hard. Yeah. It is really hard, but not really as hard as being where you're at. I personally. Totally. For me. I I definitely agree with that. And I totally understand what you're saying. It's not coming across as like, oh, just do it already. Like, no, no, it's, it's not coming across like that, that way at all. I understand you're, you're definitely touching on, on the challenges and wrapping your head around it. Like more than the mindset and the, the mind fuck that we get ourselves into. Um, that that's the challenge, but you have to be willing, like willing and open and committed. Mm-hmm. I always tell my clients and like my community, like they're like, wish me luck. I'm like, you don't need luck. Mm-hmm. You need commitment. Yeah. You need full commitment to the good days, to the bad days, to the first month of it being shitty. You yeah. need, you just need to commit. 
Totally. When you're committed, there is no, should I do it? Should I not? It's like, no, you shouldn't. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria LG Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Definitely. I think that's like in any kind of relationship too, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me, okay. So you walked away from weed. You, you posted those TikToks. Obviously you found like-minded people who felt the same way. were thinking the same way. Like, how did that make you feel? Just the reaction from not feeling so alone. I never felt alone. Okay. I just felt ashamed. Wow. I didn't, I do. I believe in my heart that if it's personal, it's universal. Okay. I don't think that we're like special people in in our own like thoughts and suffering. I think that if you go through something and you think you're alone, it's not like you can't, it's not how the world works. Like there's too many people in the world for me or you to be the only ones that are suffering from this. I mean, I had moments where I was literally in my car on the ground of my car, picking up bits of marijuana to roll for a joint. And I remember thinking I am a smart, educated, creative person there's no fucking way I'm the only person doing this. Mm. So I never felt alone. I felt ashamed. Mm. I never wanted to stop either. So it wasn't even like, I couldn't tell anybody because I felt ashamed of just that I was doing it. Mm. I also felt ashamed that I didn't want to stop. So interesting. Okay. I was like, I don't want to stop. I mean, like, that sucks. Like, I know I should stop. I don't want to stop yet. I know I'm not alone. I don't want to talk about it with anyone because I don't want to stop. Okay. So when I told people, I also was on the other side of it. Um, yeah. It was helpful for me. You know what it did for me? First of all, it was um, obviously like, it was the first time I, I was doing something that was sort of bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't even about me. It was just like, yeah, I'm the person that quit and I'm going to show you how to do it. But mm-hmm. this isn't even about like me. This is about how would I help you? So for yeah. me, it was eye it was opening. Yeah, I didn't feel less alone. I just, my eyes were open to a very big issue and extremely underserved market. Yeah. And I also looked at it like, Oh, this is why I suffered so long. So I could like do this. Mm. Like that makes sense to me. Like I just, I assign meanings to all the things that I was like, Oh, because I'll tell you, Jessica, like when I walked away from weed, yeah, I shared it on my podcast and 
I had like a few people reaching out to me in the beginning. And then I remember thinking like, I'm so happy that like, that I'm done with weed. I'm not, I don't, I'll talk about it sometimes. Yeah. I was really resistant to talking about it and like mm. being that person for somebody. And then when I put that video up because I was bored, which is people's biggest fear is to be bored. So they get high or they drink or whatever they do. Yep. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> the best thing in the whole world, because it allows you to realize like, what do you like to do? Yeah. Or like, yeah. so I created this video out of boredom because I wasn't getting high anymore. And I was like, well, I need something to do. I was yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. And I was alone. Um, and so I created that out of boredom. And then, you know, for me, it was like, it, it was like, okay, I can do something with mm. this and it can be something that truly helps people. And I didn't look at it. Like I was like, whatever I'm resistant to, I'm going to lean into. Mm-hmm. Cause I just, I just really knew in my heart that like, if there were 800 people leaving me messages, there were probably 8,000. There's probably mm. 18,000, you know? And now yeah. it's like, I get thousands of messages a day. Yeah. Day five, day 10. Like I got my life back, like my relationship back. I got this promotion. Like I can sleep, I can eat. Like, yeah, it fucks you up. And I'm not yeah. against marijuana. I'm not. No. And this isn't, a, this isn't bashing. This isn't what the podcast is about, right? It's not bashing alcohol. It's not bashing marijuana. It's, it's looking at your relationship with it and, and how you feel and what, why you're using these outside, you know, things to cope with what's going on inside. Yeah. That's what, that's what the real issue is here. You know? Yeah. Marijuana is just a plant. It's just hanging out. It's growing. <laughs> you know? I tell people that, Jessica. I'm always like, <laughs> someone the other day was like, but I love it. And I was like, does it love you? Yeah. The fucking plant doesn't give a fuck about you. Like you're literally <laughs> like, it's, it's literally a plant. It's alcohol. It's a plant. It's bit, like, yeah, you literally are talking about this thing. Like it's the queen. Like it doesn't like it's a plant. Yeah. And Get then it off I, the pedestal. Uh... Right. Like what? <laughs> like you love it? Great. No, you love to escape. Yeah. You love, you love it. what it gives you. You love what it, you know, provides for you. It's totally. Very interesting. So Ricky, where can we find you and, and what's going on? Like, tell, tell me a bit about, about your podcast and your program that you've created around this. Yeah. Um, give me the deets. I'll give you the deets. My podcast is called steps forward with Ricky. I created it August 1st, actually. And okay. I think it was like a metaphor for whatever was coming into my life. Cause it's about, so it's called steps forward with Ricky. It's a weekly okay. walking podcast. So I help people take steps forward in their life and their day. Like, Wait, uh, what does walking mean? Like, like literally? Like you literally okay. have to walk as, as you listen to it. So okay, episodes okay. are 20. Okay. Um, it's, it's like marketed as a walking podcast. It's not like, okay. I'm like, you can't listen to it if you don't walk, but like, I'm annoying and I encourage you to walk. Um, to take I thought steps you were forward. walking as you're recording the podcast. I have done that. I, okay. on, my, on my road trip, I used to hike mountains and then I would record yeah. on the top of the mountains. Cool. And then I like couldn't breathe and was like, I can't do the same. Um, <laughs> so the episodes are 20, 25 minutes. I do that on purpose. So people yeah. can have an opportunity to go take a quick walk to move their body, move their mood. Episodes yeah. are really raw, really candid about addiction, grief, loneliness, loss. Um, just really great. And then mm-hmm. so you can listen to that. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. Uh, not iTunes. Yeah, it's on iTunes, but it's an Apple podcast. Apple podcast. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's doing, that's great. And then it's every Monday comes out. Okay. Um, and then I have a program. We can follow me on TikTok. 
Ricky Friedman and Freeman on Instagram, but my program is called walking away from weed and it's a three day, three day live coaching group program. And I help people take steps forward, walk away from weed and ultimately heal internally. Nice. Obviously we don't heal in three days. It's really just about bringing awareness. Yeah. And then I have opportunities to work with me one-on-one just, um, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's, it's pretty amazing how, how like just your life trajectory has like changed from literally giving up one thing, one daily like ritual that you used to do. Because it wasn't just a ritual. It was an addiction. Yeah. Because it wasn't just this one thing. It was like this thing that destroyed and controlled everything because everything underneath it was just, I wasn't so, I was just in so much pain for so long that I could never, like I had so many goals and so many things I wanted to do and I could never. And I remember sometimes I like talk to my mom and I'll be like, mom, like, let's fucking talk. What's the deal here? Yeah. And literally like, I remember like looking up at the sky and being like, okay, mom, like I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm going to walk away. And like, I need like signs from you. And everything was a sign. Like every, everything was a sign. And like these opportunities, they're just, they're just signs that you're doing it and you're going in the right direction. Yeah. People, you can't just expect a sign. You have to look for it. Yeah. So if you're wanting to walk away from weed, if you're wanting to walk away from alcohol, a relationship, whatever it is in your life, and you're scared, Mm -hmm. let that be the exact reason why you do. And, and remember that like, Fear is just temporary. It's all temporary. But like you saying where you're at is actually not temporary if you don't make a move. Like it's not. It's that's just like where you'll stay. That becomes your life. That becomes your lifestyle. That becomes your actions. That becomes your thoughts. Like, yeah. I know it's really scary, but it's. I mean, it it really truly has been the best decision of my life because like I got my life back. Yeah. I not even got my life. I created a new life. I didn't, yeah. want, I didn't want my other life back. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, fuck it. We're doing a whole new one. That sounds horrible. Yeah. But you create a new relationship with yourself. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. And when you start to feel okay in the boredom, in the loneliness, mm-hmm. you don't need to escape yourself. Totally. Or you don't totally. need to act on it. Maybe you feel like you want to escape, but you're, you're better yeah. equipped to be like, hmm, let me play the full script if I get high. Let me play the full script if I drink. Like, yeah. Do I really want to do that? Totally. So I don't know. It's just uh, but everyone has their own journey and everyone has to to get there when they're ready. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I totally agree with you. You can't like force it, you can't do it for someone else. You can't do it out of like necessarily like fear or like um pressure. Like this needs to be for you. It does need to be for you. But what I have learned, Jessica, is that like it does need to be for you, but Think about it like this, like there's so many people on my, in my community and TikTok that like wouldn't have done it. Mm. And if it wasn't not necessarily because of me, but because I opened a conversation up yeah. and I talked about things that they felt that they felt stupid about. So yeah. it's also like you have to do it on your own, but if you surround yourself with people that might already be doing it. Oh, totally. Right. Like you, I mean, yeah. people, all your stuff, it's like, you know, you're normalizing something that they didn't feel normal about. And that's yes. a really great opportunity for someone to be like, okay, if they can do it, I can do it. Oh, they feel that. Okay. Like, yeah. And move through it. Okay. I can, it's like, I always tell people like, I might be a few steps ahead of them, but they're like, not that far behind. Yeah. And I think it's all about the environment as well. And so 
yes, be ready for yourself, but put yourself in a position where you can learn from people that might be where you're at. Yeah. I think it's just totally. important. Yeah. It definitely helps. Yeah. It definitely does. helps. Community definitely helps. Um, Ricky, where can we find you on, uh, Instagram, Facebook, the World Wide web? Like, where are you at? The where do you web. <laughs> The World Wide web. Um, Instagram, Ricky and Friedman. Um, if you're looking to walk away from weed, follow my, I do some stuff on Instagram, but that's more of like, still trying to figure it out, but go to my, okay. TikTok, um, Ricky R and Friedman. We have a really okay. big community. I post all the time there. I go live all the time there. Um, okay. you'll see my website, all the stuff there. My podcast steps forward with Ricky and, um, yeah, you can DM me like slide into my DMS. I'm here. Sweet. Ricky, thank you so much for taking your time and sharing your experiences and knowledge with us. I really, really appreciate it. This is great. And I think everything you're doing is amazing. Oh, thank you. You too. Oh, I just love Ricky. I love her mindset and how she just looks at life. It's fantastic. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, leave comments. We love to hear your feedback about the podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girl's Guide. And new, hot off the press, we have the brand new Sober Girl Social Club. It is up. It is running. It is open for business. We are looking forward to seeing you. Head to asobergirlsguide.com. Use promo code find me in the club for 50 50% off your entire membership. This is a monthly membership that includes multiple meetings a week. These are online support circles there to help you with any stage of your recovery and sobriety journey. From sober curious to moderation to abstinence, we have you covered and we have coaches that are here to help guide you. You also get workbooks and journals to download, exclusive Sober Girl guides, and a private chat room just for members. So what are you waiting for? Find me in the club for 50% off your entire membership until April 1st. Head to a Sober Girls Guide to sign up today.